lions to grass the king, a place of dread and suffering. Forged in terror and filled with fears, hopeless daydreams and desperate nightmares. popular demand, we now bring you the thrilling conclusion to the Cassie Blakely saga. When we last left off, our fair clairvoyant with the hair most buoyant was in more trouble than a faith healer trying to cure James Randy. Unemployed, unattached, and unwelcome, Cassie had just been named accessory to the worst crime spree CTK had seen since the previous week. Needless to say, there was more to it than meets the third eye. But how exactly did Miss Cassie go from antagonistic mystic to intuitive fugitive to the unlikely not to a string of crimes even Benson and Stabler would consider most heinous? Hell, it don't take a rocket scientist to figure that out, though it may take a psychic. Let's resume with a little fake news, shall we? Public Radio is back with continuing coverage of the chilling crime spree plaguing our township. Jefferson Moody, son of mayoral candidate Stokes Moody, has unleashed mayhem and murder on Christ the King unseen since the capture of crazed madman Timothy Parnell. Moody's suspected accomplice is none other than Cassie Blakely, a former host of CTK Public Radio's Psychic Suggestion. As of this morning, the small medium is still at large, and folks, authorities advise that she may not be armed, but she is dangerous. Anyone who sees the psychic should contact the CTKPD immediately. Do not, I repeat, do not look her in the eye. We're back with Evelyn Wow, Miss Cassie's former manager. Can't say I didn't see it coming. Despite my personal and professional support, it was apparent Cassie was on the verge of some unprovoked breakdown. Heck, I ain't experienced torment like that since, well, since Dunkirk. You mean you're a veteran? No, I meant the film. You see, Cassie was like the daughter I never had. No matter what any waitress down at Mike says. See, Cassie ain't never knew her real daddy, so... On the line, we have Miss Pamela Baker of Lower Christ the King. Miss Baker... Miss Baker, I understand that you and your husband were personally victimized by the suspected spiritualist. Feels like it was two years ago, and yet I remember it like it was yesterday. We called in hoping to speak with our dearly departed son, little Robert. But Cassie had other plans. I can still hear her saying, It's your fault he died, Pamela. You killed him and you want to kill yourself for shame, because you'll burn in hell regardless. You're kidding. No, and my husband ain't been the same since. Robert! Robert! Ain't no 
bitch of a witch. I say we do like my younger days and burn her at the stake. We're going now to our next guest, who has been very patient. Caller? Uh, caller? Cassie Blakely is innocent! Caller, may I ask who's speaking? She's innocent, you hear? You, you want to burn her steaks? She's vegetarian, dang it! Cassie, if you're out there... Okay, we'll be right back after these messages. Cassie! Where are you? I'm Anson Amberly, and you're going to approve of this message. As your mayor... I have given everything I have in the fight to uphold our township's honor. And yet the despicable, liberalite scum persist. But if I have one thing in common with Jack Daniels, it's that I don't go down without a fight. On November 8th, a vote to re-elect Ansem Amberley as your mayor is a vote to rid Christ the King once and for all of his moral enemies. The outsiders. The murderers. The psychics. Cassie had always walked gingerly, even if she were more golden blonde than strawberry. Although she was never one to burn her bridges... They nonetheless collapsed underneath her, like the crumbling infrastructure of a Christ the King she had left far, far behind. Trekking along down a dirt road, Cassie began to feel as if she'd hit rock bottom and tumbled far past. Well, Cassie, you've done it this time. You've gone from being the belle of the other realm to just another hunt on the run. The sheriff wants you locked up, the townspeople want you dead, and Amber's harder to reach than the top shelf at Walmart... Say, is someone there? Uh, hello? 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 Uh, hello? Is someone there? Shucks, uh, Amber Amberly ain't around, is she? Amber? Now, listen, this is Harry Houdini, and by George, I've been waiting for decades for this moment. Find my wife and tell her that the code word is... <laughs> Not interested. Guess I'm on my own. Then again, what else is new? Wait, is that a phone booth? Come on, be home. Hello? Luann? Who's this? Oh, could you just let her know her sister called? Hello? Hello? Shucks. Hello? Hank, it's me. Cassie? Where are you? I can't tell you that, baby. I'm on the lam. You mean like, you're riding it? What? No. Listen, baby, I'm sorry. No, hon, I'm sorry. I never should have left you all by your wholesome lonesome. You heard what they're saying on the radio? They're going to make you eat a burnt steak. And the police are trying to interview me, and I ain't even applied. It ain't safe out there, Cassie. Just come home. Not till I find out what the mayor's hiding. Hiding? 
Amber wasn't found in no pink Cadillac Fleetwood. You know it, I know it, the mayor and the sheriff know it. I don't know what game they're playing, but the top brass in this town sure is starting to look tarnished. Well, you can't expect the police to get it right all the time. It's a conspiracy, baby. And I'll bet my bikini the mayor's behind it. But why? <gasps> the election! With Moody's son on the run, he doesn't stand a chance. Who's going to vote for the father of a fugitive? <gasps> Jefferson could be innocent. The bank robbing goblin? The boy could hardly hold up a pair of pants. They sure blamed me, after all, which would mean... <gasps> Mayor Amberley killed his own daughter? I knew there was something more. I had no idea. Don't you get it, baby? Jefferson's a scapegoat. Mayor Amberley's willing to lie, steal, and even kill his way to a re-election. And he'll frame anyone who casts a sheep's eye. Sheeps? Lambs? Goats? I don't know why you're hiding out on some farm, Cassie, but this is crazy. Come on home, please. Wish I could. I've got a thing or two I gotta do first. Hang it up, sidekick. Cassie? Who's there? Hang it up! Hands raised. Come on. Don't try nothing stupid now. Got me a double barrel of buckshot ready to blast you in the third eye. Why am I not afraid? Maybe cause you don't know what's good for you. Maybe cause you look like the type to fire blanks. Not that I'm psychic or nothing. I do love me a woman with a sense of humor. With a sawed off barrel like yours, I suppose you'd have to. Otherwise you wouldn't have much of a leg to stand on. Is that a joke on account of I'm an amputee? Cause that's just rude. Come on now! Ain't you been listening to the radio? I'm dangerous. I just drank a fifth of white lightning deadlier than you, hun. You don't know what I'm capable of, Jordy. What'd you call me? You know, I've always thought of dreams as like windows to the mind. You'd know a thing or two about dreams, wouldn't you, Jordy? Kind of like the one you had last night. Dreams can be pretty nice when you're born into a nightmare. It was your 13th birthday. I was home sweet home. The flowers were all blooming. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. Then what happened? You heard... Suddenly, I heard someone coming at me from a distance. Once they got closer, I realized that it was my cousin Smitty, the one who cut off my left arm. He was holding the machete he used to do it, and it was dripping with my blood. I wanted to run, but, but, but I was frozen solid, even in the sunlight. Then, when he was close, he dropped the machete. He said to me, Jordan, I'm sorry. He ain't never apologized in real life. There, there, Jordy. Then I was splattered with blood. Smitty got shot in the head by Lorraine, my sister's ex-girlfriend who cut off both my legs. She had this sick, twisted grin on her face, like the one she gets when she's getting herself off, and she holds the barrel of the shotgun to my forehead. The metal is so hot, I can smell my skin burn. She pulls the trigger and suddenly I I I'm falling. I'm in hell. 
I, I can see Lucifer and his glare burns like lava. And then I wake up. I mean, I was still dreaming. You know, a dream within a dream. Jordy? Uh, yeah? I sure am sorry for this. Cassie's foresight had returned, but her regular sight left something to be desired. In her haste, she tripped over an old tree stump and tumbled into a ravine. Could it get any worse? Great. Amber, I am just about sick and tired. Who, who's there? Jefferson Moody? <laughs> Jefferson, am I happy to see you? Stay back. It's okay. I want to help you. No, no. no. Jefferson, I, my name's Cassie. I'm your friend, I promise. Just look at me. Up here, in my eyes. <laughs> Jefferson, what happened to you? Lake Lancaster. Lancaster. Back to Lake Lancaster. What's that, Lake Lancaster? Amber? Amber? Amber, are you there? No. 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 Jefferson, please, wait. Amber? Jefferson? Anybody? Like a ballerina without a stage, Cassie found herself with nowhere left to turn. So, she decided to risk it all and pay a visit to a fellow outcast. Oh, it's you. Look, I'm associated with enough fugitives at the moment. Good day. Wait, it's about Jefferson. I, I've seen him. Well, then you should be speaking to the sheriff. Wrong, sir. I... I have reason to believe that your son is being framed by the mayor. Come in. Quickly. That is a very serious charge, Miss... Uh... Blakely. All I know is that Amber Amberley wasn't found in no pink Cadillac Fleetwood. She was stuffed into an oil drum. I saw it with my own eyes. And who knows what else they're lying about. For all we know, Jefferson didn't even know her. <laughs> That's where you're wrong, Miss Blakely. Huh? To say that my son knew Amber Amberley would be an understatement of biblical proportions. The two of them were like uh, capitalism and wealth disparity. Inseparable. Dad, this is Amber. Pleasure, Mr. Moody. They were smitten from the start. Star-crossed lovers pitted against one another from across the political aisle. Politics schmaltics. I love you, Amber Amberly. Ah, love. A many splendid thing. But sometimes the splendor, it runs afoul. So what? He can't stop us. For Jefferson, the heart and the mind were always intertwined. When one broke, the other went with it. 
I love her, Dad. I won't let nothing come between us. You are not to see that Amberly girl again. Fuck you, Dad. You're not charging me. You mean... You think Jefferson killed Amber to ruin your chances? I don't pretend to know my son's motives, just the result of his actions. With all due respect, Mr. Moody, you're wrong. I... I have reason to believe Jefferson's going back to Lake Lancaster. We just gotta talk to him, get some answers. I have all the answers I need and then some. Miss Blakely, I'll ask you to leave now. You mean, you won't come? It is my duty as an unelected official not to embroil myself into any further shenanigans. Sir. Mr. Moody? Yes? I promise you, I will get to the bottom of this. I'm Stokes Moody and I approve this message. Recent developments have shaken Christ the King to its core, but if you'd let me, I'd like to help. And to those who would hold me responsible, I am happy to lend my ear to your grievances. Join me tonight at 8 p.m. sharp at Mike's Watering Hole for a town hall discussion of what I intend to do to keep our township safe. Like a counterfeiter drawing his best Ben Franklin, Cassie forged ahead. Amazingly, she didn't have a bad feeling about it all. She did, however, have a bad feeling about not having a bad feeling. But that's psychics for you. Soon enough, Cassie found herself back at the all-too-familiar drainage ditch where the trouble began. Lake Lancaster. Jefferson? Jefferson! Is that you? Hold it right there, psychic. Sheriff Jones. Hands where I can see him. Don't look me in the eye, neither. Bet that's not the first time you said that to a woman. Oh, if only the rest of you was as smart as that mouth. Hear that? That's the clink of justice. And it sure is blind. I wouldn't go thinking of making a run for it if I were you. Got you surrounded. You do right to remain silent, psychic, else it will be held against you. Miss Cassie Blakely, you are under arrest for aiding and abetting every damn crime we got on the books. Including the ones we penciled in. <laughs> and so, Sheriff Jones escorted Cassie to a holding cell in Christ the King's one and only city jail. Got your case expedited. Gonna see the judge tomorrow. Meantime, you're staying in here where you can't cause no more trouble. Funny definition of trouble. Don't do the crimes if you can't do the time. How much time is that exactly? Let's see. Conspiracy, obstruction, being up to no good. I foresee 25 to life. Hmph. Mayor Amberly must be paying you good. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. Rookie? Yes, Sheriff? Keep an eye on this one, you hear? And just don't let her look you in it. I want my phone call. What are you in for? 
Not a damn thing. Ain't we all, sweetie? I'm innocent. <laughs> You're in a cell. Well, what did you do? Scattering rubbish. Felonious mopery. Indecent defecation. Shucks. What about him? Oh, that fella? He's been asleep since they brought him in. Wait a gosh darn second! <gasps> it can't be! Jefferson! It was Jefferson, all right. But this time, Cassie was the moody one. The convalescent adolescent stank of vomit, booze, and opportunity. Once again, fate had presented our heroine with the chance to get some answers. Jefferson, wake up! That's it! Come on, work with me! Come on, Cassie, there's gotta be something in here. Get out of my head! Tell me, who did this to you? Amber, Amber, forgive me. Forgive me. I, I tried to stop him. Who do you try to stop? Mayor Amberly? This is all his doing, isn't it? Uh, Shucks, Jefferson, just focus. One, one last time. Time. Mike's watering hole. Mike's watering hole. Oh my God. Up against the wall, psychic. Eyes where I can't see him. Sheriff Jones. Wake up, starshine. Where are you taking him? <laughs> Interrogation. Up we go, boy. Help me out, rookie. Y yes, sir. <gasps> no, wait. Jefferson! Jefferson! With nothing left to do but pass time pondering the hand faded delter, Cassie, well, played cards. I'll see you and raise you two cigarettes. Shucks, friend, I got a funny feeling you're bluffing. Damn it, every time. Sorry, n n no visitors. Strict orders from the sheriff. You gotta let me see her. Hank? Cassie! Thank heavens you're all right. Please, there, there's just something I gotta say. If you think I'm gonna let some olive-skinned, broad-shouldered Keanu Reeves wannabe get the best of me, then you are, well, mildly mistaken. Five minutes. That's all I need. Fine. Go on. No gumdrops. Cheryl's gonna have my neck. Cassie, why didn't you call? They didn't give me my phone call. Talk about bad cell service. Baby, I can't believe you're here. I can't believe you're here. Yep, and no hearing. Just trumped up accusations and half a charge. Justice in Christ the King is dead. Cassie. They can lock me up, but they sure as sham wow ain't gonna shut me up. 25 to life, why I oughta- Cassie. Sorry, it's just- No, baby, that's one sentence that needs interrupting. Listen to me. I- Came to say goodbye. What? Come on, Cassie. It's a long time coming, ain't it? You can't believe I'm here. Where the double heck else would I be? All I've been doing this past week is wishing and hoping and praying you were safe. 
while you've been running and hiding and causing a ruckus without so much of a thought about the people that care about you? And look where it's led you. Hank, I... It ain't easy for me neither. Guess that's the hard thing about hard things. They're hard. But sometimes they're right, too. Goodbye, Cassie. Hank, wait! Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. I mean, let's go, you. Cassie, one more thing. Hi-ya! Keanu Reeves wannabe. Really? Got your stuff? Oh, Hank, you mean... Just a little charade, hun. Good acting, huh? <laughs> now, hurry. We're busting you out of here. If you're a fugitive, then I am too. Oh, baby. Come on, we don't have much time. Time? We've got to get to Mike's watering hole. Meanwhile, cross town at that self-same moment. Mayor Amberley's mayorship has seen Christ the King devolve into a dystopia in disrepair. A hamlet in Hawk. A township in turmoil. In other words, not so good. But my track record as a champion of the working class remains in a class of its own. My commitment to the safety and well-being of our citizens remains unparalleled. What about your son? Your boy killed my cat! And extremely inconvenienced my morning commute. I can say for certain that if my son were here now, I'd... Stop! Everybody, on the ground! What is that strapped to his chest? It's a bomb! He's gonna kill us all! Jefferson, look at me. You're confused, you're angry, but this is not the way! I don't have a choice! He's got his finger on the detonator! He's gonna do it! It's the psychic. We're doomed. Jefferson, put the detonator down. You don't have to do this. Yes, I do. No, you don't. 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 Yes, I do. No, you should never. Baby, let me handle this. Jefferson, this isn't your fault. Not my... What do you know, huh? I know what you've been through. I know what they did, what they made you do. You never meant to hurt anybody, did you? Go on, Jefferson. Tell us what they did to you. To her. It's too late. Amber! Amber? Don't hurt no one, honey ham. Sweet suckle, that, that really you? Yes, Lamb Shackles. I love you, Jefferson Moody. Always will. I, I love you, Amber Amberly. I know, but this world ain't no place for it. We will always belong together, Jefferson Moody. Just not here, not now. I have to go. I want to go with you. It ain't your time. I'll see you again, though. Amber!
think she crossed over. Everybody freeze! It's the sheriff! We're safe! Jefferson Moody, you are under arrest for... For shucks, what aren't you under arrest for? Book them, fellas. Not so fast, Sheriff. Psychic! Name's Cassie, thank you very much. Uh, Cassie? I suppose the township, uh, owes you an apology. The township? I owe you an apology. And? And, uh, you have our supreme gratitude for saving these fine people's lives, and and the CTKPD is happy to declare you a honorary deputy detective. And? You got your apology, you got your thanks. The hell else do you want? An explanation. I ain't got no time for this, everybody out. Nobody move. Stand aside. How'd you do it, Sheriff Jones? How'd I do what? Drug Jefferson Moody into submission? Force feed him black beauties and moonshine till he was plumb tickled to do your bidding? You made him murder Amber Amberly. You sent him out on that crime spree. You made him lure me into a trap at Lake Lancaster, didn't you? Shucks, Sheriff. I guess the question ain't so much as how as why. Because someone had to for justice. No secret Stokes Moody was planning to cut the CTKPD's budget. You see this badge? This here hunk of brass is the backbone of Christ the King. And no one, especially not some socialist kook out of liberal, is going to take that away from the year. Jasper Jones, as your deputy detective, I am placing you under arrest for coercion, conspiracy to commit capital murder, and the wrongful imprisonment of Jefferson Moody. <laughs> but it wasn't just Jefferson, was it? It's Mayor Amberly. His hair's gone all white. Amber. Amber. Daddy's home, Amber. Time, time for bed. Hello? Uh, Cassie? It's me. Evelyn? Your one and only producer, right? Right. Shucks. Can't have a producer without no show. That's precisely why I'm calling, hun. Listen, damn mistake canceling psychic suggestion, and I know a thing or two about, uh, mistakes. But I've got a contract sitting here in front of me ready for you to sign as soon as you can make it to the studio. You want another season of Psychic Suggestion? Hun, I want 18 more seasons. What do you say? Uh, Cassie? Who was that? No one important. Evelyn wants to bring the show back. That's great! My thoughts, not exactly. You mean, 
I thought you said your powers were back. They're back, all right. But I can't help thinking it's on account of the show I nearly lost them to begin with. I don't know, baby. I guess I'm past all that. Besides, I'm a deputy detective now. With all the stuff that happened in this year township, I've got my hands full. And you're happy with that? It's good enough for now. That's it, ain't it? Huh? It's all good enough. The Land's End catalog is good enough, but it ain't always gonna be good enough. You being my girlfriend's good enough, but that ain't always gonna be good enough neither. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is... Uh, Just say it, baby. Cassie Blakely. Love of my life. Why don't we get married? Why don't we, Hank Henry? You mean... Yes, baby, yes! <laughs> Cassie, you're crying. No, baby, I... What's wrong? Ain't you happy? I'm the happiest I think I've ever felt. There's just something I gotta do first. Something else? Yes, Hank. I... I've gotta find my mother. To be continued. You have been listening to Desperate Nightmares from Christ the King, Missouri. Episode, Blonde Psychic Mysteries, Volume 1, Part 2. Traumatized by Jack Healy and featuring the Christ the King players. Tally Gabriel is Cassie Blakely. Matt Davis as Hank Henry and the Newsman. Binyam Tacola as Sheriff Jones and Evelyn Wow. E. James Ford as Ansem Amberley. Stokes Moody, Harry Houdini and additional voices. Sam Lasseter as Amber Amberley. Pamela Baker and additional voices. Reeves Elliott as Jefferson Moody and additional voices. Jack Healy as the farmer and additional voices. And Drew Richardson as the rookie cop with B.B. DeMore as your narrator. Recorded at Christ the King Studios in Brooklyn, New York. Narration recorded by B.B. DeMore in the basement of Christ the King's Second Methodist Church. Edited and mastered by Jack Healy closing theme by Arrington DiDioniso and opening theme by Arrington DiDioniso and Willard Fresco. Additional music by Kevin McLeod and Audionautics with sound effects from freesound.org and the YouTube audio library. Desperate Nightmares brought to you by executive producer Willard Fresco in Absentia with co-producers Reeves Elliott and Jack Healy. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Please rate and review on iTunes or whichever platform you use to listen to this show. And come join us on our Facebook page. Willard may or may not be dead, but you keep the nightmares alive. <laughs>